Hey, welcome back to Crazy Careers to Consider. I'm your host, Sen, and here with my co-host, Tim. Hey, everyone. And this is a podcast about unusual jobs and careers that are out there. It's kind of like that uh, show that was on uh, Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe, but... A little cleaner. (laughs) Well, for you guys anyways. You don't know what's going on here. Yeah, that's true. This week on our list is social media specialist, which just a few short years ago was unheard of. And now it's still not that common of a position. You know, it's a very specialized position within marketing. So nonetheless, uh, this particular career is actually pretty dear to my heart. Because you uh, used to be one, right? Yeah, I used to be one. Um, actually, I guess this could be kind of an extension podcast. Kind of, I yeah. yeah. I guess you so, still are. A little bit, kind of. Yeah, yeah, very, very specific. And for about four years or so, or five years, um, I, uh, I did a lot of po- – I was actually a social media um, – I don't know what the position was. Social media specialist, mm-hmm. I think they called it. And um, so I have a lot of insight into the topic. And Tim, you also have a little bit of background in this area because you were in charge of developing YouTube channels for your organization in the past as well. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to talk about social media more right after the break. Help! I Need a New Career Podcast is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 Public University. Do you have a career goal? With over 60 certificates, we've helped over a quarter million students achieve theirs, and we can help you achieve yours too. To learn more, you can find us at ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. And once again, ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Social media specialist, Tim. So let me ask you, uh, how do you see social media? What, what, what did, what, what's a social media specialist? So for me, uh, a social media specialist is someone who understands, first and foremost, the social media landscape. Mm-hmm. There's not, it used to just be, Back in the day, it used to be Friendster, then it was MySpace, and then it was Facebook that took right. over. And ever since, I would say over the last like five years or so, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of platforms that people are utilizing mm-hmm. for, for social media purposes has has like grown. Uh, it's just expanded exponentially. Right. So There's a lot of channels out there's there. There's a now. lot of channels. Like You have your big major channels, which are Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, but there's all these other ones too that exist all sorts of different social media channels where, where people congregate and it's become a lot more specialized too. Mm-hmm. So a social media specialist to me understands that full landscape, mm-hmm. which audiences are interacting on different platforms, mm-hmm. right? So the audience makeup of someone on Snapchat is completely mm-hmm. different than the audience on Facebook right? and LinkedIn, which is more of a professional social media channel, right? right. So understanding that landscape and there's basically the way I would look at it, there's probably two this is oversimplifying it, but there's two main buckets mm-hmm. that I would that I would think that the, the social media specialist would would um, understand. And one is what we call organic posting or organic interactions on a social media platform. Mm-hmm. And the other side of things is paid advertising. Yep. Because all these social media channels, for the most part, uh, even though Twitter was like having problems for years and years yeah. and years as far as how people monetize it, but it's it's paying for advertising on these platforms. Right. So if you take Facebook, for instance. You have a social media manager or specialist who basically manages all the posts Mm -hmm. that are going up on Facebook for your company or your brand, whatever it happens to be. Um, 
they would take Nike for example, right? Mm-hmm. They have they have they probably have a team. It's more than just one, but they they're responsible for updating like just random organic posts. They don't mm-hmm. pay for it; it just goes out on your channel. But they're also responsible for paying for advertisements that show up on people's Facebook mm-hmm. accounts and their streams, sponsored ads, sponsored ads, pre-roll videos, things right. like that. Um, so it's managing all of that, and right. I think there's a there's a huge there's a big layer of complexity to it because it's those two buckets, but it's also the analytical part of things as well. Right. So you post something, say you post two things in one day, mm-hmm. a social media specialist should be able to look at those two posts and kind of differentiate between the successes of both. Right. Maybe one led to more click throughs or visits to the website, more had better positive or had more positive interactions, right. more likes, more comments. So it's all what's more important for you. Do you want to build the engagement on that page or do you want to use it as an advertising channel or is it a mixture of both? Right. So, I know I'm being a little long-winded here, but the way I look at it is a social media specialist should come up with a plan mm-hmm. for their brand or company probably every year that talks about the different channels they want to utilize, what their organic strategy is, mm-hmm. like the organic posting strategy is, and then if they do have a budget, what their paid strategy would be. Right. Well, that's exactly We're what done. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the things about social media that I thought was really special as a career was – it's one of the few areas when you're doing marketing. Most of the marketing is one, uh, one. It's a single direction conversation with the people that you're trying to communicate with. Mm-hmm. So you put out an advertisement, you put out a television commercial, you put out a radio ad, and pretty much you're talking at people, <coughs> but they can't respond to you. Right. When you're doing social media, it, it's a conversation. Yep. Absolutely. So, so that's one of the things. It's more engaging, and it's more likely people will come back. And also, when people come back, they really want to have that conversation with you. Um, when we're talking as far as businesses and mm-hmm. marketing, that's very important because, hey, they're engaging with you. That means that, um, A, they're very interested in your product. And um, so, therefore, they are very likely to become your consumer in the future or influence other people to be a consumer of your product as well. Absolutely. Now, what I mean by two-way communication is that if you're on social media and you put up a post, obviously people can respond to those posts, whether it's by Twitter, Facebook, even YouTube, mm-hmm. lots of people in um, put in comments. So one of the jobs of a social, so this is a little bit more of the tactical part of being a social media specialist is not only are you putting um, content out into the world and talking to your audience, you need to respond. One of the most mm-hmm. important parts is making sure that you're responding to your audience. Also, there's a lot of service. Um, you're also part-time um customer service Mm -hmm. because people also will find your social media channels and use it like uh um hey what kind of courses do you offer or what kind of um what kind of program Mm -hmm. do you offer um the software program that will help me address these types of issues oh which one of these scooters is the best scooter for Mm -hmm. me because i'm only commuting five miles versus ten miles So lots of people have that conversation and you can, it, I don't want to say it's sales exactly, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a consultation with sure. the consumer directly and helping yep. them find the right product as right. marketers. That's our job. Absolutely. And I, and I think there's a big, um, on top of all of this too, there's a big creative element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, content marketing is something that's obviously been at the forefront of most marketers for a while now. Mm-hmm. I think a social media specialist or manager has to have a pretty good understanding of content marketing. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of creativity there because when you're talking about organic posts somewhere, you want you want to post something right. to a feed that, that you think is going to drive interactions and right. engagement. So 
testing out and creating new types of content to Mm -hmm. put out there is great because a social media platform, um, in essence, it's very complex. What Zen is talking about is true. There's, you know, there's a customer service part of it. There's the the two-way conversation, but also what you really hope for, this is what most social media managers hope for is the amplification of it, Mm -hmm. right? If you can put something out there, if you create a video or a piece of content that really resonates with people, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll share it. Right. How many times have you, I mean, most people have found like a video on YouTube, even if it's an advertisement or kind of like a loose kind of content marketing play, mm-hmm. that's really funny. And how many times do you share that out? It, you know, for example, one of those things is like, there was a razor ad that I forget the name of the company that created, they're like, it's like a raise, like mm-hmm. a razor blade a day. Yep. And they made it the dollar shaving club, dollar shaving club. And yes. they are the funniest commercials. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, that was shared on social media it was shared on YouTube. And because they developed something that was so much fun, people were actually sharing it. And it mm-hmm. went, it went viral. Right. And you know, the more people who know about Dollar Shave Club, the more likely there is someone to mm-hmm. be able to... Per- you can't buy something that you don't know. Right. And that's part of the re- things that when you're doing social, it's just how do you communicate to people and will this resonate will, with people? And mm-hmm. then also, will they, will they actually share it? Sure. Um, and also, you know, what's funny about that too is even on the paid advertising things, uh, paid advertising side of things within social, um, that's where you need to be, be creative as well. Yeah. And, and there's all these different types of creative advertisements that will show up on social media platforms because, you know, people do have ad blindness now. We're served up ads everywhere. I mean, we get, it, we get uh-huh. it in our inboxes now. If you have Gmail, it's connected to Google. It's connected kind of scarily so to all of your search histories. Right. And you'll start getting served ads there. So we get ads everywhere. And, you know, there's some, there's some funny types of ads that actually – um, have a lot of impact. We had these, I don't know, I don't know what the correct term is, but they're, it's almost like a micro video. Mm-hmm. It's like a one second, seriously, like a one oh, second yeah. ad. Uh-huh. And, and you might think, how does one second make any impact whatsoever? And we saw one and it's, it's, it's funny because I can still visually see, uh-huh. I mean, how can you forget one second, but it was a, a Bud Light commercial and it's one of the, one of the guys that's in most of the Bud Light commercials. Uh-huh. And he literally just holds up a can of Bud Light and just yells, Bud Light. And that's it. Like that's the. It's like a one second. Oh my goodness, commercial. that's funny. But it's funny because you just see that, and it makes an instant impact. They have the luxury, obviously, of being having a great brand recognition, right? But it's you can get creative with it, right? As a social media specialist, you can suggest that to the company and say, "We need to do these really creative types of ads to help make an impact." It's just like the I, the out Geico Geico because mm-hmm. Geico kind of was the first company to explore those. Is they was like you can't skip this ad because it's already over, right? And then they would show something really ab- absurd. Yep. And then and it was the commercial was over. And the funny thing is, I even remember the name of the commercial because like <clears throat> it's, it's consumers remember that name. Mm-hmm. It's like oh here's something funny, and then also the all the words where it's like you can't you can't skip this ad. Yep. And then they would show some, obviously, typically a disaster of some mm-hmm. sort. And so it's like, oh, so next time you want to get insurance, just one of the first names that come up in your head is Geico, Geico, because it keeps on coming up over and over again. Absolutely, and 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 you know, it's a this this role is very unique because every company, every brand that has marketing behind it, mm-hmm. they 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 cater to a different audience. Yep. And so what we were talking about before with all the different platforms. You you have to research and understand how those what platforms work the best for your brand, right? Um, and and then how do you interact with that? And then another thing, and we're kind of all talking relatively about the same thing, but it talks about the expansiveness of this role. Um, 
it's really not trying to be too salesy. Right. It's not with, with, being salesy so at you're, all. You're, you're organic. When you're setting up an organic post can or, or, or a calendar for Facebook, you can't have all of your posts say, buy now, purchase now, learn more. There has to be even ads that or I'm add, sorry, posts that don't have really any call to action to them right. to kind of help build that engagement. So there's a lot that goes into this as far as the creativity, the planning, the analytics, understanding your, your company's business, right. um, the, the audience you're looking at, and mm-hmm. then what the, what the overall, what, which, which platforms you should be spending the most time in. To me, it was a great, when I was doing social media, it was the greatest puzzle on the planet. And mm-hmm. the reason why is we, okay, so I did work for the University of California, still do work for University <laughs> of California. And one, we have so many different types of consumers because the person who takes an HR class is very different than someone's going to take one of our esports programs. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of get into the mindset of the person who's going to be looking at this. And it's like, if you're working with an engineer, they're not, they're not as humorous. Right. Esports people will, uh, they'll resonate with a more humorous commercial or humorous right. post. If you're doing engineers, engineers totally. just want it straightforward. And then there's the different channels. If you're working with people who are trying to get business classes, they tend to hang out on LinkedIn mm-hmm. versus Facebook or Twitter or Google+. <clears throat> Plus. So right. it's trying to find what the right channel is to put those posts, mm-hmm. find those people, and will it resonate? And then there's another aspect of it that... Tim was talking about analytics is that we were constantly changing the t- day, time and uh, days that we were posting mm-hmm. to see how effective they were. So like we found out that like, oh, if you do it before lunch, you're not going to get any people who are going to interact with you. Right. But if you do it after lunch, people are coming back from lunch. First thing they do is they kind of mm-hmm. check social media. You're more likely to get someone to interact with you. Right. Um, same thing around strangely enough dinner time when you don't want people to call Mm -hmm. but you know when your people are home they're starting to check their social media after they go to work Mm -hmm. so there's certain times of days and it's always fluctuating that's a great thing interesting thing about social media is things are always changing and it's always changing and that is one of the fun things about it too because it used to be kind of what you're talking about dinner time even after dinner time that used to be like a really not a prime time right to set up serve up ads but now the way people are consuming media right uh, a, a couple could be at home watching TV or a movie and chances are, and there's been studies about this, about how much screen time and how many different screens are going on at the same time. Right. So you might be watching a movie about something that says it has say Will Ferrell in it. Right. And you might Google Will Ferrell on your phone while you're watching the movie. Right. You know, and then get led down a bunch of different channels, then get served up an ad somewhere. Right. Um, so in, in, there's just a lot of understanding that needs to go into it and and there's always new platforms coming out too and and new and there's also previously i would say unused but platforms that didn't use advertising there will start utilizing advertising or allow you to that people are start going into so you have to have a kind of your finger on the pulse as far as what's out there so um what kind of background do you think someone needs to do this type of job so the good thing about social media, mm-hmm. I think I think there's there has to be a strong marketing background. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't necessarily think, and I'm, I could be completely wrong, but uh, you know, if I don't think extensive, when I mean extensive, I don't mean I don't think you need to go to college and study social media I for four years. Uh, most of us now have an innate ability to navigate through social media. There's the marketing aspect of it is the thing that I think ties it all together, right? Which is the planning, the analytics, the um, uh, the, the reporting, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the understanding about how paid media works or how marketing works, mm-hmm. you know, because people understand social media, but if right. you don't understand how to market, mm-hmm. you're not going to be an effective social media manager or specialist. Right. Um, 
you know, I think, um, I think that we, I mean, this is, this might be a shameless plug. We do offer a certificate here at <laughs> University of California, Irvine division of continuing education in social media. And I think those are great ways to sharpen up right. your skills, but I don't think you need to fully. Well, if you're coming it. from another industry, mm-hmm. but if you have a background in marketing and help, <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's going to be equally mm-hmm. good. I think being a good writer is very important. Mm-hmm. And then also being aware about the industry that you're being in. So you can communicate right. to those people are very right. important parts. And I think, I think communicate, is also a really important thing with this because um, one of the challenges mm-hmm. that I think a social media specialist or manager can have is it's the internal communication, mm-hmm. right? So the marketing team or your your supervisor might understand, and sometimes they might not, the the vision you have for the for the social media marketing plan, right? right? But sometimes that can be hard to uh, discuss with 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 stakeholders in your own company because sometimes that understanding just isn't there. And it, it just it more it, it, so you have to be an effective communicator as far as letting key stakeholders know mm-hmm. why you're pro- maybe exploring a new platform or why you're spending uh, x amount of money on ads that run on this platform because they might not see it eye to eye or mm-hmm. their usage of social media doesn't match up with what you're what you're going after. Right. So being able to convey the potential successes of your campaign is going to be really important as well. Um, I'll tell you, if you want to get into the field, if you're not already in marketing, I think one of the best ways I've ever heard about getting into the field is that you go find an organization of some sort that does not have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you walk up to the organization or business and say, hey, I noticed that you don't have any social media. Um, I would be happy to do your social media for free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I, I, I'd like to do it. I think your industry is very interesting. Or would you be, would you like me to do it for you? Mm-hmm. And then that would get you the experience. And then you can start learning about the analytics. You start learning how to communicate. And then once you have that kind of experience, mm-hmm. when you actually want to go for a paying career, sure. and this is something you don't have to be doing <clears throat> full time. It could be just something that a couple hours a night, mm-hmm. like an hour a night. And then you would be able to get that actual job experience. Right. If you're not going to actually take specific courses or, Mm-hmm. Or you don't have a background in marketing already. Absolutely, and and um, if we want to talk about money for for a minute, mm-hmm. so what's what's the average salary for for this type of job? So a couple years ago, so this is like in uh, 2015, 2016, the median a- annual wage was about fifty six thousand dollars, fifty seven thousand um, dollars. It's 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 somewhere in the pay range of when it comes to being a marketer, mm-hmm. um, very typical. Um, but it's also one of the, actually it's one of the, I see for lots of organizations, it's one of the ways to get into marketing. Um, right. and then you can transition to other mm-hmm. areas of marketing as well. Well, and there's also, uh, there's a couple of things with this as well, right? So social media is a great, it can be a great entry level job. Mm-hmm. You can go into a company like Zen was talking about. That's a good way to get your foot in the door. But it's also, there's a lot of layers to it, depending on the company you're at. Mm-hmm. Some companies are small, and they only have one person handling social media. There's other companies that are very large. Like I mentioned Nike before. Right. You know, I, they, they obviously don't have one person running all their they social media. They've got to have several people just running their Twitter channel. Exactly. Twitter and feed. so when you look yeah. at the layers at that company or a company that large, or even you know smaller companies than Nike but mm-hmm. have a team, there's also management-level positions in mm-hmm. social media. So right. there's there's level there's ways you can grow, right? Um, which would obviously push the annual salary quite a bit up as well. And the other thing too that's kind of cool about social media that Zen was talking about a little bit is that you can have your full time job, and 
you can also freelance right. on the side as well. So it's a it's a great way to have additional income. Right. Even if you're not even a social media manager at your job or you maybe you moved right. on to another position, but you still have the know with all. There's a lot of companies out there that don't know how to do it. Right. So and you can offer your services, and that's a great way to, to I wouldn't say easily, but if you have the expertise, and a lot of companies don't, right. it's a really easier way for you to make some additional income. Right. And then, and the other part is some the smaller organizations, you may be wearing multiple hats. You might mm-hmm. be doing social media and other aspects of marketing, mm-hmm. but if you're in a really large organization, they just have some – like I do Twitter – uh, Twitter mm-hmm. posts only on this particular subject. Right. And then there's other people who are in charge of other subjects within Twitter. Totally. So it, it could be very, very specific or it could be something that, you know, that's mm-hmm. one of many roles that you, many hats that you may be Absolutely. wearing. And that's, and that's something that if you think about it, this is a role that you can, it can be very structured if you work in a, a company. Right. Um, or you could, you could completely freelance if you wanted to. Yep. And you could work from home. Mm-hmm. With a job like this, and you could be working with five different companies, managing Absolutely. their social media uh, uh, strategies and plans, and I mean that's that's not bad at all. Yep. Well, I think that kind of covers it. So uh, we that, can talk. Uh, we can go on and on about. Oh this yeah, one. it's a, it's a fun one. So yeah, yeah for sure. But that's all the time we have for this podcast, unfortunately. So if you enjoyed our show, we'd love it if you give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play to increase our rankings so others can find us too. Thanks for tr- eh, thanks for tuning in, and we hope that you'll come back and hear us real soon. And, and also, just as a as kind of a segue into our closing here, if you do like the podcast, you can share it on social media. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> amplify <laughs> as much as possible. Sorry, that was a really bad shameless plug. Yeah amplify our our signal yes specifically exactly thank you guys bye